Hello, everybody. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the all-new Knowledge is Overrated podcast. I'm your host, your boy, Niz. You might remember me from my old podcast channel, Niz, but I decided to flip that into something different and rebrand it and give you something fresh. And this is called Knowledge is Overrated, and that's pretty self-explanatory. So, um, I haven't recorded a pod in over a year. Um, there's numerous uh, reasons for that. I won't get into that at this moment, but I'm glad to be back and talking to y'all and getting shit off of my chest. So, let's get right to the shit. Now, I know this is old. This happened, this came out on June 7th. Today is the 25th. So, more than two weeks old. The Rolling Stone 200 Greatest Hip-Hop Albums of All Time. I have some gripes. Just like everybody else does. And I know the list is objective, but it's also fucking horrible. Okay? Shit just doesn't make any fucking sense to me. Uh, Alright. You know what? I'll do this. I'm going to give you the, the top 25 from 25 to 1, okay? And then I'm going to give you what I wrote down were some of the ones when I was like, what? Okay. 25, Eminem, Marshall Mathers LP. Okay? 24, Nas Illmatic. 23, UJ, UGK, Riding Dirty. 22, DMX, is Dark and Hell is Hot. 21, The Little Wayne, The Drought 3. That's a mixtape. That's not an album, but I'll get back to that. All right, here's when shit gets dicey, people. Number 20, Future, Dirty Sprite 2. I like that album, but uh, more on that later as well. 19, Little Kim, Hardcore. 18, Mad Villain, Mad Villainy. 17, Kanye West, Yeezus. You thought I was going to say another Kanye album. Nope. 17, Kanye Yeezus. 16, Cardi B, Invasion of Privacy. Okay. 15, Eric B and Rakim, Paid in Full. 14, Ghostface Killer, Supreme Clientele. 13, Dr. Dre, 2001. 12, Clips, Laura Willing. Drake, Take Care at 11. 10, Lauren Hill, Miss Education of Lauren Hill. Nine, Tribe Called Quest, The Low End Theory. Okay. Eight, Wu-Tang Clan, Entered in Wu-Tang Clan, 36 Chambers. Seven, Missy Elliott, Miss E, So Addicted. All right. Six, Kanye West, My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. Mm, I can't argue with that. Five, Kendrick Lamar, To Pimp a Butterfly. I can argue with that. Four, Public Enemy, It Takes a Million Nations to Hold Us Back. Classic, no doubt. Three, Jay-Z, The Blueprint. My favorite whole album. I can't argue with that. But like I said, this list is subjective and whatever. Two, <laughs> Outkast. Okay. Stinkonia. Okay. Number one. Notorious B.I.G., ready to die. All right. Let's unpack this for a second. First of all, okay. 
I don't even know where to start. Okay, let's start with Eminem Marshall Mathers LP. I would put that where Lil Wayne Drought 3 is. First of all, I'm taking the Drought 3 out. It's a mixtape. It's not an album. You won't find it on a streaming service. It's on a mixtape site. I know because I have it. It's a mixtape. It's not an album. It's fire, but it's not an album. Well, I'm just taking it off. I don't know where I'd put Eminem. I'm taking it off. DMX, Dark and Helen's Hot at 22. Um, that's fair. I guess that's fair. That's fair. Well, you know what? I'm going to do this the other way. I'm going to do this the other way. Because that just me going through that shit is... Shit is... Uh, it's kind of nerve-wracking. So, I'll do it this way. All right. Okay. Out of that top 25 I read, I'm going to read you some, and I'm going to tell you where they were ranked on this list. And you tell me, should have been in the top 50? Believe me, some of these I'm going to read aren't even in the top 100. And you're going to be like, what the fuck? So, let me read them. Nas, it was written. What do you think that was? That was 140 on this list. Repeat, 140. Big Pun, Capital Punishment, was at 128. Pusha T, Daytona. Mind you, nominated for Grammy for Album of the Year, which Cardi B won, who's at, what, she was at 16 or 15. Daytona is 108. Oh, by the way, in that same year, Victory Lap was nominated for Album of the Year. Not on the list at all. But Nipsey Hussle Crenshaw is. I forget where, but it's on here. It's at, it's in the bottom hundreds, though. Okay, 50 Cent, Give, Give Richard Out Trying. 64. Should be a little higher than that. I'm one of those people who thinks life after death is better than ready to die. Um, I'll just... I think Biggie's just much better as a lyricist on that album. I think he just improved so much. This is 59. I know, I had to, I had to, I'm sorry, I had to pause there too. I'm sorry. Ice Cube, America's Most Wanted, right above that at 58. Uh, okay. All right, here we go. Tribe Called Quest. Now everybody knows this is my favorite group of all time. Low in three was nine. But I think Midnight Marauders is a better album than Low End Theory. And Midnight Marauders is at 55. I repeat, 55. Kanye, late registration. Now, this is just me. I hate Yeezus. I think Yeezus is awful. That's just my opinion. Kanye has what? Four albums better than that? His first four? We have late registration at 41. Okay? Which is probably his best album, depending on who you ask. Well, no. Dark Twisted Fantasy is his best one. But Late Registration is better than Yeezus. That's all I got to say about that. Dr. Dre, The Chronic. The first Chronic, which is better than 2001, in my opinion. But we can argue till the cows come home. I don't really give a fuck. 
It's at number 40. Okay. Raekwon, only built for Cuban links. You can argue it's just as good or better than Supreme Contel. The argument can be made, but I love Supreme Contel. But still, it's at 37 and should be higher than that to me. You notice in that top 25, Doggy Style wasn't mentioned, right? Which, I don't know, is like the blueprint for album, how album should be in my opinion. It said 35. And you remember what I read that was in the top 25 that was above it. And that's that's all I'm going to say. You know it was above Doggy Style? And I said, what? what? Chief Keith, finally rich at 32. You know what, though? I like that album, though. But come on, man. Come on. Mob Deep the Infamous, 28. Hmm. Hmm. All Eyes on Me, Tupac, 29. Jay-Z, Reasonable Doubt, 26, right under the top 25 that I read. Now, everybody that knows me knows that Redman is my favorite rapper, right? How many albums do you think Redman has on his top 200? I'm going to give you five seconds to guess. Not one. Not a goddamn one. Not one. He does not have an album on this list at all. Not even Muddy Waters. Not his first one. Not Re- not the one with Method Man Blackout. None. Not one. Not one. What about the game? Documentary. We're, that's not on here. Game does not have one album on here either. And I get back to Outkast, right? And Kendrick. Would you argue that their first one, Southern Playlistic Cadillac Music, Equimini, AT Aliens, are all better than Stink on you? I, I, I think so. I think so. Kendrick. To Pimp a Butterfly, my least favorite Kendrick album. Good Kid, Mad City is better than that. Damn, is better than that. His new one that just came out is better than that, even though I don't know when this list was voted on. That album just came out last month, so I don't know. But this list sucks. Now, I get to, I got to thinking about it. The Drought 3 is on here, right? How old are these kids that's voting on this list? Where are these kids from? I don't I don't get it. Like Okay, Little Kim Hardcore, right? In 19. I'm not hating on it. I'm I don't know. That's a little too high for me. Would you take it at 19? Would you move it and put say Hmm. Reasonable doubt in that spot? All eyes on me? Where would you where would you put in that spot? Okay, let me let me just go back here. Another egregious pick was Future Dirty Sprite 2, even though I, I revere that album. I love that album. Um okay, that's coming out. 
That's coming out. Future Dirty Sprite 2, you're not in the top 20. Little Kim Hardcore, you're not. Um, Jesus, no. Cardi B, no. Rakim, Eric B, paid in full, yeah. Supreme Clientel in the 20, yeah, but I would have uh, Cuban Link higher than that. I'd put Ghostface, Supreme Clientel in the 20, yo. Maybe 25. Dre 2001, no. I'd have The Chronic. I'd flip that out with The Chronic and put that lower. Clips, Laura Willing, no. I love that album as well. Um, but no, not top 25. Uh, Drake, Take Care. Mm. I don't know, that's debatable. Not top, not top 11. Um, like I said, I got better. I like it's Drake albums. I like better than that one, but that's just my opinion. But let's, that's all this, that's all this podcast is my opinion. Lauren Hill, Miseducation of Lauren Hill, definitely in the top 20. Uh, 10. I guess it could stay at 10. Trial Call Quest, Low in Theory. Like I said, I'd stick Midnight Marauders there. Um, just to I'd listen to that album more. Uh, Wu-Tang Clan, Enter the 36 Chambers. Yes, I'll leave it right at 8. That's I think that's perfect. Uh, Missy Elliott, no, no. Not at seven. Fuck no. I don't think I own one Missy album. I never listen to Missy. I just, that's just me. She's a genius. Don't get me wrong, but I just, no. No. Kanye West, uh, Dark Twisted. Yeah. Six. It's at six. Yeah. Um, Kendrick Lamar, Pimp a Butterfly. No. I'd swap that out with. I swap that out with an album that I have on this paper here. I'd swap it out with probably Doggy Style. I put Doggy Style there, and put that album. I put it out of the top twenty-five. I put Damn in the top twenty-five though. I don't know. This is a lot of this is a lot of work. Public Enemy takes a nation. Um, top ten for sure. I actually still listen to that album. Uh, Jay Z the Blueprint. Um, yes. Yes, it's in my top 10. That's my favorite. That's his best album, in my opinion. Then it's Reasonable Doubt. It's between those two. But, um, yes. Stank on it? No. Ready to Die? No. Ready to Die is top 25, not, to, not the first, not the number one. So, in the top 10, I'm throwing Life After Death, or top 15, I'm throwing Life After Death in here somewhere. And I'm taking the clips out. I'm taking Dr. Dre out. Um... Cardi B out. I'll take Cardi B out. I'm take. I'm putting Daytona there. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I mean, the only knock on Daytona it's it's only seven songs, but I don't really care. Um, Little Kim, no. I'll take Little Kim out and put Kanye Lee registration there. Or I'll take it and put it in Jesus' place. I don't know. I'm just I'm just spewing right now. I'm just I didn't know this would get me this excited. It's just kind of funny now that I'm looking at the paper and looking at the list all over again. Um Alright. 
I'm gonna read a couple of other random ones that I thought were interesting in interesting positions. They have Kendrick's album Good Kid, Mad City is 38, should be higher. Um, it's damn that one. His new one in some order. Chronic 40 should be like I said should be higher. They have Lil Wayne and Carter three at 39. I put two there. Two is better. But whatever. Okay. They have NWA straight out of Compton at forty nine. Now I didn't I didn't really do research research on this. I don't know if this if the voting was dependent on the, the, the quality of the album, the impact it had on the game and the culture, the how groundbreaking it was. I don't know. But yeah, I don't know. It's just weird. Like, okay, they have Missy Elliott, Super Duper Fly. All right, at 47. Yeah, that's a fair spot. Then they have Mama Said Knock You Out by LL at 45. Right under Jizza Liquid Swords, which is also up there as well. Should be higher than 44. I could sit here all day and go through this, but I'm not. So, I'm going to let y'all just think on that. Um, we'll be back in a minute. Okay, okay, we're back. We're back. Now, um, I wanted to wait a couple of days before, well, until all of the smoke clear, but I'm about to get into the NBA draft, and I'm going to talk about the Knicks for a second. Everybody knows I'm a New York Knicks fan, okay? So to say I'm slightly pissed will be an understatement of what happened the other day. We made a trade, okay? <laughs> I'm going to, well, we made a couple of trades. <laughs> okay. We trade the number eleven, the number eleventh pick to OKC. Then OKC trades us three first: uh, Denver, Detroit, and Washington to us uh, in twenty twenty three. Then we trade the the uh, next year's Denver pick in four seconds to Charlotte for the thirteenth pick. Then we trade a thirteenth pick in in Kimba Walker. For to Detroit for Milwaukee's uh 2025 first. So essentially we traded eleven picks, Kimba, four seconds, and for three future first round picks. So we didn't even pick in the first round this year. Now everybody that knows something or has read that um we wanted uh, Jaden Ivey from Purdue. And I did too. He's fucking, he's a beast. But he wouldn't have made it to 11. So we were trying to trade up for the pick. Now, 11 is just like such a fucking ugly, like, it's just a ugly spot to be in. Like, you want like 9 or 10. Like that 11, 12 range. Uh, but still, just, just, okay, if you can't, just keep the pick and just, like, see if you can, you know, like, see if you can 
uh, get somebody and develop them along with Barrett and Toppin and uh, Mitchell Robinson if we keep Mitchell Robinson. I'm just at a loss for words. Now, of course, Leon Rules didn't say anything after the draft. He waited until yesterday to say something. I'm going to read you what he said. Quote, last night we made three trades involving draft picks, which resulted in increased financial flexibility and additional draft capital moving forward. We now have a total of 22 picks, 11 in the first round, and 11 in the second round over the next seven years. Hold that thought. We have the ability to be active in free agency as well as in the trade market. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just... <laughs> our focus will remain to be strategic and thoughtful in our team building, doing it the right way while feeding off the momentum from the end of last season and prioritizing our player development program. Thank you to Knicks fans for your continued support. Unquote. I'm going to tell you something, Leon Rose. My support is about to go out the fucking window. Because you know when I, when I thought, when I heard about these trades, I said, oh, God, we're going to trade for Kyrie Irving. That's the first thing that came to my mind. Second thing that came to my mind is Jalen Brunson, Right? Uh, I don't have the, the numbers in front of me, but I believe he basically, he's going to command $20 million in the free agent market. Now, is he worth it? I don't know. Who's to say? I don't, I don't know. Uh, I, I mean, it looks like we're going to, we're going to get him or we're going to make an offer for him. I think he's restricted. So Dallas can match it anyway. So if, we make an offer for him. It's going to be a huge offer. But, all right. Here's where, this is what I'm mad at, right? We would have had financial flexibility going, financial flexibility going forward. Sorry, I got tongue-tied. Now, last year, well, the year before last, because this season just ended. The year we made it to the playoffs, well, 2021. We decided to extend Julius Randle, right, before his contract was up, which would have been this this season that just passed. Or he would have been up for an extension this season. Why not make him prove it? And now, you've seen the year he had last year, whoever watches the Knicks, you've seen the year he had last year. Why did you pay him unless he was going to prove himself first, like a prove-it year? So now you're fucked. Then... Because they're stubborn and hard-headed. So then we decide to re-sign Nerlens Noel, who barely played, Alec Burks, Taj Gibson, and Derrick Rose, thinking that we're going to take the same old guys and do the shit we did and make the playoffs again. No. No. Derrick Rose got hurt. Taj Gibson is old. And Alec, Bur- Alec Burks just had se- uh, surgery on his foot going into the next season. So now what? What do we do? Huh? Now, on draft night, what I've said, okay. What is it going to take to get us Jalen Ivey? Jaden Ivey. Get rid of Toppin? Get rid of Randall? Barrett's, no. Barrett's, no. He's untouchable. He's probably the only untouchable guy on the team. But I'd rather get rid of Randall. And give him give him a Randall, the number eleven pick. Or yeah, well nah, I'd give him Toppin. 
and our number 11 pick for four. So, for the fourth pick, or fifth pick, whatever it was. I just don't know. And then I seen something else the other day where Tom Thibodeau said, what do I need rookies for? Uh, To build a future. That's what you need them for. He's got to, I'm sorry, he's got to go. I'm, I'm sorry. His rotations are just fucked up. I'm just tired of seeing a guy play five straight games and then have 10 DMPs. I'm just tired of the shit. He did the shit to Kevin Knox. And then another thing. Last year, I never really brought it up. Oh, this is what I meant, who I'll put in the trade. Cam Reddish, that's what I meant to say. So, Cam Reddish, we trade Kevin Knox for Cam Reddish, right? Now, mind you, they play the same position. Everybody was like, oh, my God, the Knicks flee somebody. How? When he came here, he ain't played neither. They played the same position. We have, like, six small forwards, seven small forwards who play the same position. That's why Kevin Knox wasn't playing. You think when Cam Reddish comes, he's going to play? And he was coming off an injury? He was hurt when he got here. How do we fleece the Hawks? I don't I don't get, I don't understand that. I, I don't I just don't get it. So now what? Like I don't know. I'm just kind of frustrated. I'm just frustrated about that whole deal. Like, that was just fucking I don't know what to say. I really I'm really just I'm over it. All right, but, okay. Now, people, there are some people who had a good draft, like the Pistons. I feel bad for DeAndre Ayton because they drafted Jalen Duran, and do they need uh, DeAndre Ayton? No, they, they don't. So, where's DeAndre Ayton going to go? Do the Knicks, never mind. I don't even want to think about it. Um, let's see. Okay, see, oh my God. Oh, I read a nickname uh for Chet and uh the kid. Chet and the uh, skinny kid, the thin towers. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> but wow. Um. I don't know. I like what uh I like what the Thunder did. Uh also like what Houston did. Um I like what Orlando did. I like the Paulo Bencaro pick. I'm a Duke fan. I always like that when Duke guys go first. Shout out to Blue Devils. I'm a homer, I'm sorry. Fuck it. Um now only thing to watch up free agency. What happens with Kyrie Irving? What happens with Rudy Gobert? Uh did the Knicks go for Donovan Mitchell? Um, not the biggest fan of him. Um, he's a turnstile, but whatever. He's exciting to watch on offense, but that's how we, that's why we made the playoffs a couple years ago because of defense. Not, but we couldn't score, so we didn't play any defense last year. What gives? I don't know. But um, yeah, that's all I really got to say. About the draft. Um, it's going to be a exciting offseason. I want to see what happens with uh, KD. It's kind of interesting. Um, that whole situation is really, really interesting. Um, 
because, you know, I hate the Nets, so we'll, we'll see. Um, but that's about it. So uh, we'll be back after this one more thing. Okay, welcome back. So, um, one last thing I wanted to, to touch on, um, because I found this, I find, I find it very interesting, and uh, I think I should definitely talk about it. So, uh, as most of you heard, the Roe vs. Wade decision was overturned. So, essentially, it gives... Well, basically, for those who don't know, I'll exp- I'll give you a brief synopsis of the Roe versus the Roe versus Wade law. Uh, so, in nineteen January twenty second, nineteen seventy three, uh, the U.S. Supreme Court struck down a Texas statute banning abortion, um, effectively legalizing the procedure across the United States. The court held that a woman's right to an abortion was implicit in the right to privacy protected by the 14th Amendment to the Constitution. Prior to Roe v. Wade, abortion had been illegal throughout much of the country since the late 19th century. Since the 1973 ruling, many states imposed restrictions on abortion rights. The Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade on June 24, 2022, holding that there was no longer a federal constitutional right to an abortion. So, and essentially... Basically, what it means is all this, every state has the right to govern abortion as they see fit. So, for example, New Jersey is a pretty liberal state, right? So, I'm assuming New Jersey, which is where I live, will say uh, it's your right. We're, we're pro-choice. You can you can do as you choose. Now, on another hand, like somewhere like Texas, nah, this, no, it's this is not gonna happen. You're gonna have that baby. Now, here's what I don't get. It's two things, right? How are abortions illegal, but AR-15s aren't? Now, so you're telling me I can't have an abortion, but I can give I can give a, a assault rifle to a kid who's gonna shoot up my school, shoot up my kid's school, and kill him anyway. What is that? That makes sense to you? Now, another thing, right? You can kind of, it's kind of, comp- it's kind of comparable to marijuana, right? Every state can govern as they see fit. Like New Jersey, New Jersey legalize it. Medical, some states just legalize medical, some legalize medical and recreational. Some states um, uh, don't legalize either. Again, Texas being one of them. See where I'm, you see where I'm going here. <laughs> Shout out to Texas. Shout out Florida. Nah, not really. All right. Anyway, now what if a woman? Excuse my language here. Now what if a woman is sexually assaulted and gets pregnant? What then? These are the things I think about because I believe it's a woman's choice. It's her body. Her choice. And I'm not even saying that to be funny because it's a very, very true statement. Her body, her choice. Now, I've been in situations where I've gotten a woman pregnant. And 
I, every time, I don't have any kids, so every time after I do have an abortion, or we, or she has an abortion, or we, or, you know, it's a mutual decision, I never say you're going to, no, you're not having it, I never, no, I never do that, but every time I look back, I regret it, that's the other side of the coin, um, I have one kid now, right now. If I would have went through what, um, if I didn't go through what I, we went through, what she went through, no, I'm not saying me because I didn't go through, I didn't go through anything. Afterwards, I did though. Afterwards, I did. I thought about it a lot. I still do. But I can't just imagine what she thinks about it. I don't talk to her anymore. This was almost ten years ago, but still. You know what I'm saying? What if she... This is the other... Like I said, this is the other side of the coin. What if she... She gets pregnant. I'm, I'm just speaking about a random a random woman. She gets pregnant um, in her 20s twice. But she's at the... She's at the time of her life where she's not... She's not at the position where she can have a child. Because she can't provide for that child. She can't do for that child. And by the time she's in her 30s and she's settled down and she's ready, something happens and she can't have a child. Or she struggles to get pregnant. That's the other side of the coin where I can see where some people are like, oh, okay, maybe this should be illegal. That's it. But what? All right. So if they are illegal. And you and you get, you're in that position where you can't you're not physically equipped to have a child. What if you go somewhere and have an abortion that's unsafe, and something happens to you? You see what I'm saying? Something happens to you. It's not fair. But I can go to the fucking, I can go to the gun shop and get an assault rifle, and I'm still in fucking high school. What? Wait a minute. The legal age to buy cigarettes is what? It used to be 18. I think it's 19 now. <laughs> I could buy a gun before I buy cigs or booze. Flub off. <laughs> Come on. Man, I don't know. But getting back to I'm I'm getting off too far in the weeds. Just like, man, I don't know. Like, <sighs> It's it's a it's a it's a tricky situation, and I'm seeing it on Twitter. A lot of people are speaking about it. A lot of females are speaking about it that I follow. So I decided, I you know, I'll just put my two cents in. I don't, I'm not a woman, so um, I don't want to offend anyone and say too much because I don't really have anything offensive to say. I'm on a woman's side though. I think it should be pro-choice. I'm very pro-choice. Um, that's all I had to really say. All right, we'll be back. Three in the Chamber will be returning. 
uh, like I said, th uh, channel news is no more. This is the new channel news, if you want to say. But you can check out the Three in the Chamber podcast, um, the archive. You can check out channel news archive, as well as this podcast. They will all be on Spotify. Um, shout out to Nish, who did my uh, artwork. And shout out to everybody who's been supporting us. Um, this is the first episode. I'll be back in the next couple of days with the, the new episode. And I hope to hear feedback from you guys. Thank you for listening. Thank you for the time. Later.